for Holden, Colorado, LTZ. With unbeaten three and a half ton towing. This is Triple M Summer Breakfast with Tom Gleisner and Ed Cavalier. Morning, Tommy Glies. No, this Triple M Summer Breakfast. It's lovely to be here, and uh, it feels like afternoon. It's got a, you know, it's the end of the week, so it's got that ah. happy sort of Friday. Friday is just one long afternoon. Yeah, shoes off kind of feel. That's it. It was very Friday uh, here at the uh, radio station yesterday. Mm. As I was leaving, Lawrence Moonman Mooney and I went off to get a, a snack, and as we were walking down the street, Tommy, we could just heard behind us a huge crash. A bottle. You know how you just know the sound of a beer bottle hitting the ground. It's just a distinct. You know, it's like you know how when yes. a two dollar two dollar coin hits the ground. Yeah, it's very distinctive. You yes. go, oh, that's two bucks. Yes, that's you exactly. know it's a, you know it's on a fifty cent piece. No, that's two bucks. So we could heard from across, and we went, oh, oh dear, not good. And we turned around, and there were two young blokes looking pretty work experiencey, sort of who just they had a trolley in the tra- traditional Australian way. They were trying to push a trolley, but with full of beers that were in a couple of tubs that had ice in them. They'd been to a party. No, they were going to a party. Oh, to a party. They were servicing a party. Oh. And as trolleys have a want to do, mm. they're top heavy. Yes. Over she goes. Beers all over the footpath. The whole load. I thought it was just the one bottle. Oh, that's... No, uh... it was a, and it was a real party wrecker. Yes. And before I even saw the lanyards they were wearing, I thought, I bet they work for Triple M. <laughs> <laughs> Sure enough, a couple of young lads making their way in the radio world. Work experience. Triple M lanyards proudly swinging from their necks as they picked up bottles of... And I saw them do it, and I was happy that they did this. They picked up every single individual bottle of Crown or whatever else it was. They picked it up. Inspected it, and if they thought it was good to go, sure, back in the bin. It the hairline went. fractures not, <laughs> is not be right for the sales department. They will love it. So I'm sorry, whoever who who was having a party yesterday, Rose. Was it, what do you know what the event was yesterday? Uh, the sales department, I think, left the building for the day and went. Um, How is to that the unusual? Country. That's, just, oh, that's just a regular event, Rose. What, uh... This was shank- sanctioned, though. Oh, okay. oh it was yeah. sanctioned. All right. Well, there you go. So it is clearly um, Christmas season. We're going to be talking Christmas today, Tommy. Yes. Uh, the Christmas shopping, I want to know where you're at. There's a, a num- Everyone's got a catalogue out. We'll run the ruler over some of those. Rosenbachs is going to join us. Adam, wonderful comedian for Clown of the Week. Surely our good friend, the interpreter, is going to oh, get this, it. Well, he's, he, he, has, he has got a, a reason for what went wrong, and I'm sure we'll hear more of that as yes, the we, morning winds yes, on. Yes, we will. Smacking kids, Tom mm-hmm. Gleisner. It comes around all the time. It's, it sounds a bit, a bit AM radio talkback sort of topic, doesn't it? Yes. But uh, I'm sure our listeners will have strong if not violent opinions about that uh, particular issue. We will soon find out. Don't worry, romance isn't dead, and you're going to find out just how alive it is on the summer breakfast. Tom Gleisner is our guest today. Uh, You're thinking to yourself, was he on the panel? Yes, he was on the panel. He sat in the middle. But I, n- I never named myself. You know, I, on the panel, the weird thing was I used to say, hi, welcome, and I would introduce the Everybody other four else. people. But I never – I've always felt a bit self-conscious using your own name. You, well, you, you don't know. do that even with have you been paying attention. You Although, no, I've, I've, but I'm in the intro. I'm in the voiceover. Uh, it was contractual. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's – That's it's, your way of getting around it. A little. A little. When so, was the last time you said, hello, I'm Tom Gleisner? No, see, that's so, that's so – Police station or <laughs> – your weekly just uh, confirm your name, so yes or no. Uh, no, so it's a, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit uh, DJ. D- I've you know. never heard you say hello. I'm Tom Glow. Exactly, exactly. So then people want to know who, how we can get to know Tommy a little bit. We did play this last time he was on, but I think it's time we just just to get a little bit of backstory. This is the Tom Gleisner story. Tom Gleisner started his entertainment career as a backup dancer on Fat Cat and Friends. He was forced to leave the show after a series of unfortunate Christmas party incidents. Then, after helping to create Frontline, 
and the castle, he decided to return to showbiz and had a wonderfully successful run as head of female impersonating on The Footy Show. Tom is widely credited for being the one who realized it's always funny when footballers dress up as women. His time on The Footy Show produced a record four logies and 15 restraining orders. Things only turned sour when Tom started pushing his fanatical Scientology views onto his workmates. Tom was then a co-writer on the hit film The Dish. Although you wonder if the film would have been such a success if Tom's original idea for the title, Two Girls, One Dish, had been used. These days, you can find him hosting Have You Been Paying Attention and trying to perfect his design for the camera shoot. It's an honor and a pleasure to welcome Mr. Tom Gleisner to Triple M Summer Breakfast. Comprehensive and vaguely accurate, thank you. Absolutely right. That is the Gleisner story. Uh, what season do you call this, Tommy? This is the well, this is the uh, the Christmas season. It's the time mm. of joy. You can gift give, give no. Oh no, 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 keep going. Oh, it's the it's the shopping season. Okay, it's, okay. It's the, oh, no, yeah, no. I much prefer the um, description that today tonight give it. Tis the season to pile on the kilos. That's. <laughs> I don't think don't think they mean it's it in a smuggling skins. No, not even alliteration or a, or no. a pun. It's just the no. statement. They've just decided to go flat out these yeah. days. Tis They've the just gone that. This is the season to pack on the kilos. That's one way of describing it. This is another way I heard. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, Christmas. isn't Christmas without Michael Bublé. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> I'm unaware Hard of to the... argue with. Unless Andre Rieu's in the building, That's in which case exactly. you probably do have a backup plan. I know that when uh, Mary was, you know, working Jesus out in the manger, she was thinking to herself, jeez, I'd love a buble number to be going in the background here. Awesome, just cheap white goods. Either way, it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful time well, of year. Well, that's the season that you're here for, Tommy. It's also Christmas TV season. Apparently, everyone's just taking it off. They're just putting any old thing to air. It, you know, it's when Adam Sandler movies start creeping onto that's the schedule. The one. You know, you've, you've snuck into December in, in a big way. When Grown Ups 2 is getting mm. a premiere, mm. Mm. you know, something's up. Uh, so, Tommy. Yes. We're talking TV, and let's say if you watch A Place to Call Home, mm. which is like a Downton Abbey. Is it a spin-off or a rip-off? Uh, it's, a, it's a more homage. It's a homage. It's like mm. a, it's an Australian, yeah. you know, costumed drama. Reimagining. Oh, good. Well said. What would be the average age, would you believe, of someone who's into that? That would be, you, that'd be your, your older demographic. You'd be up in the... Uh, 25. Oh. <laughs> 25. A place to call home. 57. That's the one. 57, like Tommy. What about, um, looking down here, the block Sky High? Oh, see, it's coming down, although not too low because, I mean, how many teenagers are genuinely interested in nail guns? Um, <laughs> well, a lot, yeah, but, I guess, but, not, but those, yeah. not for those. All right, but in, in like foundations and re, replastering, That's, it's probably, it's actually, it's probably in your 30s, would it be? Yeah, 39. Mm-hmm. So do you, when you guys are putting together a TV show down at WD, yeah. do you think about demographic I've never heard I've never no. heard you say the word demographic. I reckon the moment a show declares it's going to successfully target a particular age group, you're gone. You're in trouble. Especially with kids. You know, we're going we're going to make it for youth so we, you know, when, yes. even when you hear the word youth, you know, yeah, you can you're hear in that there's going to be a host with blonde tips <laughs> and it's not going to end it's well. It's not going to work. It's not Big brother. Work. Yeah, now that'd be that'd be young kids love that cuz that that was it was basically 20-year-olds having a little too much to drink and fondling each other. Well, in the, in the good the, old days the, it was. Oh, they nine cleaned it up, did See, they? Because I, haven't, I didn't watch the most recent series. I've got them all taped. Yes. I'm saving it for summer. <laughs> but 
Rosie, I don't know if you saw any of it, but I was I was being made aware by other people that were watching it that it was the fondle. They, they dropped the fondle. Is that true? They dropped the fondle. Oh, I think I've dipped in and out of the series. I didn't see one fondle. I might have seen a pash. Okay. It's a sort turkey of a slap chased, at all? A, no, no, well, no. no, that's, no. That's certainly off the menu no. these no tea days. bagging? Nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. So they, obviously, if they did, they obviously did clean. Yes, exactly. Up. So 35 is your average for You're that time. You're kidding. Yeah. Yeah. But I, that's young for TV. You've got to see, you've got to understand that young, as the owner of a 15-year-old girl, mm-hmm. I can tell you they don't watch free-to-air. No. They, so, you, so your daughter doesn't sit down and go... Everyone, shut up. It's my, oh, it's my turn tonight. To It's Tuesday. I can't wait for my favourite show. Literally, she doesn't wait. She streams it. She watches it online. Oh, when, when I'm re- I'll watch it when I'm ready. See, and, this is the problem, mm, isn't yeah. it? So they're, yeah, they're struggling. So that's interesting. So the, the youngest demographic is Big Brother at 35. Mm-hmm. But Channel 7 has the oldest viewers of the commercial stations mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with an average meeting age of 412, <laughs> which is probably – it comes down a little bit in summer. Here's one that I, I, I query. The digital channels, 7.2's oh, yeah. meeting age is 60. I'm telling you, any 60-year-old watching 7.2 – is only doing it by mistake. Yeah, they're they're halfway <laughs> between SBS and ABC. Oh, God. Heart, heartbeat's on a lot. <laughs> When's the news on? So, um, I, I, yeah, I, I find I'm struggling to believe that one. ABC One, the average age is 63, which incidentally is uh, the amount of people that the government wants to be working at the ABC by the end of their time. <laughs> they there. have their... ABC Two's good, but I don't think anyone knows ABC it's around. Well, like, Lawrence, Lawrence Mooney Mooney's there. Lawrence Mooney does there. a show on it. But if you haven't seen Lawrence Mooney's television show, it's basically a series of grown adults. Uh, sitting around reading the New Weekly and making pithy jokes about it. It is. It's it quite is. sad, it's, but it's, he likes it. And <laughs> It's a funny show, but it's a I... very funny I, show. I, it's not a case of people don't know the show. I don't think they know the network. Exactly. This is why we need people to be locked in their houses at night <laughs> and watching what we want them to. Um, just before we finish this, hmm. we're talking TV animals. Oh, yes. And if, you were a big Marty Monster fan. Yes, yes. He used to be a show on Channel 10 or Channel O many years ago on yeah. Kids TV. Yeah. And, and he was like he, a fat cat and friends, a Humphrey, that kind of guy, but he was a bit more rambunctious. Yeah, and I, and I think played by multiple people. I think it was on whoever oh, whoever was in the suit that rostered week. Rostered on. He rostered on. So that, it had, it, you know, went through various What styles. was your favourite Marty Monster moment? Uh, well, everyone remembers when he was attacked by the kangaroo. That's always good fun. That, That's that on a, YouTube. That's had, a winner. But he was he was often sin-binned, actually, on Kids TV because <laughs> he was... Uh, he was he was uh, rambunctious. Uh, he was well, he was a little rambunctious. Yeah. One time they were having a, a like a colouring in competition, mm-hmm. and they were going through. You know, and they said, "And this this is the winner." Mm-hmm. And they held it up, and he said, it "Looks like it's been done by a spastic." Okay, oh, and no. so literally, literally, Marty was sinbinned, and rightly so for a defensive comment. Marty was, uh, and then another time, I, I genuinely one morning, and he wasn't on. Like oh. a couple of breaks went by, and finally the hosts, uh, I think Michael McCarthy, came on and said, "Oh, boys and girls, we've, we've had some phone calls. Just to let you know, Marty the monster has been sent home." This morning by our producer for throwing chairs. Thank you very much. (laughs) It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Christmas. isn't Christmas without Michael Buble. You heard it here first. For those of you planning a Buble-less Christmas, you're insulting the very reason for the season. You can finish that sentence any way you like, can't you? Ah. Christmas isn't Christmas without a restraining order. (laughs) Family breakdown. Anything, anything. Isn't Christmas exactly. without pink bats? Is that exactly? It's impossible to be wrong. Mm. Yeah. Although I think you. Well, hang on. How could, well, let's try and think with the worst possible Christmas scenario. 
Oh, no, I've lived it many times. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yes. <laughs> probably about to again. So, well, no, Tom, no, Tom, don't say that. No. My in-laws listen. Oh, it's going to be a wonderful Christmas. Thank you. It's going to be a great and Christmas. And I haven't been off air. If you're listening, Jeanette, <laughs> I, I'm it. looking forward to He's it. signing little cards as we speak with little messages of sport and hope for the festive season. That's let's, right. Let's not go too far. No. I'll have to get someone from Triple M to do those for me. <laughs> Just uh, hearing in the news and seeing in the news, the signer from the... Um, Sign language interpreter from the Nelson Mandela Memorial. Um, he got 0% right. We know that now. <laughs> you'd think just if you flapped your arms around enough, you'd, you you'd stumble some... across the odd word, wouldn't you? Yeah, because I can sort of do the A. I can do the yeah. letters a little yes. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I heard this morning on my way in on a, new, on a reputable news station mm. that the symbol for Mandela is a D. Right. And then an approximation of his haircut from the 60s. Okay. But that's his sort of... <laughs> nice, yeah, that sort of, Which would look almost... You go, oh, hang on, that one, that one looks... You'd see if you saw that one, you go, oh, hang on, is that real? What's yeah, that? What's yes, that? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's saying that he had a schizophrenic episode mm-hmm. uh, and that he heard voices. Yeah. But ironically, he wasn't signing for those voices no. either. He wasn't, <laughs> wasn't even getting what they said right. Ridiculous. But anyway, I said, well, what do you think of him, Tom? Well, I, I, I think he's... Um, well, it's... It's turned out better because for a while there they thought he was like a total fraud and it could have been oh, this massive security dangerous. breach that just some guy managed to get up on stage next to just about every world Barack leader Obama, yeah. and, and flap their arms around. Uh, so at least he, he does seem to have been – he had the lanyard, let's face it. I was so going to say, once I saw like, the lanyard, I we thought this guy's going to be okay. So you're pro the signer? You're pro the I'm, signer? I'm, I'm a bit of a fan. I think I can see a career. Yes, <laughs> An SBS, possibly. He did win South Africa's Got Talent. We should say that. <laughs> it is the festive season. We know it's good fun. But, Tommy, you've got two kids. I do. And last night, uh, you were on Today Tonight saying this. You know, do you advocate smacking or not? Uh, Daddy does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Daddy probably would. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not a fan of the smack. That's the Gleisner family mm. door stopped yep. on today tonight last night. Daddy does Iron Hand Gleisner. Yes, you a smacker? No, no, I was. I was uh, a smacky. I was. Oh, I, you re- you've yeah, received. I received as as a child, and, and every every family grew up. There was often one item in the cutlery drawer that was the, <laughs> the threatening. <laughs> the threatening. I was item. threatened with the wooden spoon. Wooden spoon. Oh, you had the wooden we spoon had the as wooden well. Wooden spoon too. Oh. I guess you're not going to threaten someone with a spatula, are you? No, right? exactly right. Stop that, or I'll get the thermomix. I mean, it's not really going <laughs> to. I'm going to have the same ring to it. No, no. So, yes, I saw the wooden spoon, it was more the threat. It, it didn't come out all that often. Uh, what about the belt? Did your dad do the belt no, routine? No, no. That that's, that's seriously. It seems very harsh. Yeah, that's the belt more, routine. That's more, no, Billy Elliot territory. But no, <laughs> you know, the kid, the kid in the mining town who, you know, yes. you're not doing ballet. Come here. Now, isn't it fun? Just on that topic, have you seen the, the ads for that film One Chance? Oh, yeah, the Paul Potts story. So. If, if there was a elaborate laboratory where they were trying to come up with the, a film that would make me dislike it as much as they possibly could. <laughs> They've got it. This is what they would come up with. It's a fictionalized version of a guy's story from Britain's Got Talent mm. in a Billy Elliot style about a guy that nobody likes in a mining town that can sing opera. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I think I think short, short of adding a, a glee club there, you've yeah, probably really, ticked every box, you've haven't really you? Got, and if there's a if put a number three on the end of it, you've really got something. Anyway, but back yeah. to smacking. But no, I've never smacked our kids. We, we, I think I came through the era where it was absolutely not PC. Oh. No, because I think it's making a comeback. Is it? When the shopping centre, when I go and get, uh, I'll go to the supermarket during the day because I have very little to do, and. <laughs> 
when I'm in the car park, yeah. you'll often see a bit of a bit of action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit of action. Yes, yes. You get the now you get the air smack. You know, you, your dad used to when you dri- he was driving and you were really playing up in the back seat. Uh-huh. Sometimes he, the arm would swing behind. Oh, the waft. Would, yeah, waft, but it would never make contact because you know, especially in those big cars, you could just sort of. It was like a World Wrestling Federation exactly. punch. Exactly, no, it's not making contact, but you, you knew you, it was coming, and, and there was no need to get the in the way. Was there one triple? Very quickly, one triple three five three. Tis the season where kids are going crazy in shopping centres, mm, mm. nuts at the supermarkets. And and it, the question is, not only can you, you know, to smack or not yeah. smack, but like, you know, there's the open hand, there's yes. the, which part of the body to take out. Oh, Generally the bum. It's a bum. There's the bum. That's it's right. a bum. Anywhere else, and it's it's probably a the, level three charge before some sort of Absolutely court. right. Or mm. do you go, is, it, is Christmas the time? To have the withdrawal, the, the threat of no presence, is that your best oh, weapon? Oh, a bit of emotional. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right, that's it. That's it. That's I've it. just spoken to Santa, he's and not... he's missing our joint this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, triple, three, five, three. Kids are on holidays now. They're going crazy. What do you do? Smacking? No smacking? Threats? Or is the wooden spoon just constantly out at your joint, just <laughs> wafting around in a threatening manner? Tis the season to get smacky because uh, kids are just going crazy trying to get presents. Eric. You got a two-year-old. Are you a, hey, you're, I, you're a smacker, Eric? Nah, no way, mate. Like, I find it really absurd how you can justify putting your hand on your child, really. And, you know, she's going through terrible tooths now, and it's <laughs> she's pretty crazy. But, you know, like I just don't understand it. Just try talking to your kid. It seems like a much better solution. There you go. Yeah. The, the chat, Tommy, were you, a bit, you, were, you were trying to reason with a two-year-old, were you, when you had them? What? When the parents, my parents got really angry, they would talk and smack. That's the last time you're going to do that. So it's, it's, a, it's a combo. It's a double message. It's a double yeah. message. Nice. Uh, Nathan. Hey, how are you guys? There you go, man. You've got a five and an eight-year-old. Now, I what, do. What are, you, are, you in the, are you in the threats business this time of year? This time of year, threats is an absolute cracker, but I genuinely think you've got to follow through with it. Okay. Um, I so local carols last night, yep. fireworks, all the shenanigans, big lead up to it, and they turned into I wished someone else's children yesterday, <laughs> and um, yeah, they ended up sobbing away in bed whilst um, the carols and and everything was going on. Last no night. caroling, oh, no Santa, yeah. no silent night. You're off to bed. That's right. What time were they in bed, Nathan? They were in bed at, oh, what was it, about 7.30, 8 o'clock? Same time as me. And I was, <laughs> I was in tears. The same time as the carols, and they could hear the fireworks going off when they went off, and that caused oh, a few more tears. No. That's, oh. that's followed through. That, that, you Nathan, through. that will make Christmas very smooth now, Nathan, because they know that you are going to do what you say. You mean business, Nathan. Hats off to you. Or it's eBay for them. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, eBay. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Craigslist, but either way. Yeah, exactly. Gumtree here in Australia. All right, lots of other people calling in saying no smacking, no smacking. I think everyone's pretty much come down on the side of the smacks are out, mm. th- threats are in. We're not speaking to Jeff Fennick from... No, no, no we're, we're not, not speaking. That, won't take that call. <laughs> we are joined by a great man, wonderful comedian Adam Rosenbachs. Morning to you, Rosie. Good morning, guys. How are we? Well, Excellent. we're excellent, but you come in on a Friday to do Clown of the Week. Yeah. Number of nominations and a winner. Give us one, and then we'll come back and we'll uh, we'll see where we're at from there. Well, off the back of what you guys just spoke about before the break, I'm going to join in and I'm going to clown the UN. The UN? Yeah, for trying to put a ban on smacking children. All oh, right. Okay, I'm not, not into that because I would like the UN to come into my local cafe on a Saturday morning 
and see how they cope. I'd like to see Ban Ki-moon, how long he'd last after a kid spills some baby Chino in his new black Nikes. Absolutely right. I'd like to see that. And I just want to know, I'm okay if they are going to ban smacking mm-hmm. on children, that's fine. But is it okay if it's not other people's children? Yeah, oh, that's an interesting, interesting point. Yeah. That's a very interesting point. <laughs> <laughs> we can ponder that one. Coming back with more nominations. Good buddy Adam Rosenbach is in the house to do mm. Clown of the Week. Take it away, Rosie. All right, I got a few nominations this week. First off, Tim Dormer. Who won Big Brother? Oh yeah, good. Oh, yeah. Straight away. Yeah, no, fair yeah. enough. No, no. So you gave me a blank stare, and that's fair. That's fair enough. Now, yeah. what he did was he uh, Big Brother paid him the two hundred and fifty thousand dollars that he got for winning God. the competition, and he tweeted a photo of the money in his account, but he didn't blank out his bank account. Oops. <laughs> Details. Romanian hackers. I hope you're listening. Yes, yeah, so because I thought maybe he should just keep that photo because he's going to be needing those bank details for in a few weeks' time when he meets his case manager at Centrelink. So well, don't. <laughs> Don't throw those away there. I wish that was true. Excellent nomination. Uh, next nomination is Metallica. Oh, that's weird from you, hard rock fan. I know, I am, a big, I am a big metal fan because they played in Antarctica. How, what, to uh, what sort of audience? Like, penguins? Well, I think. They were all in black. Yeah. Just, a, just a, st- a stuck audience that couldn't escape, I guess, basically. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I just feel sorry for Metallica because they've now exhausted every continent to try and find one person who liked the album Sananga. Oh, and so okay. there's nowhere else to Tom turn. looked at me then as if to say, I hope you know what that is, Ed, because <laughs> I'm lost. It's young people's music. You got it. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Uh, next, of course, uh, these guys, they need, it could be for any reason, but the Australian government Ooh. for allowing Holden to go under. Now, the reason I'm upset about this is because I feel for future generations because uh, Holden, we all grew up with Holden. Absolutely. They sponsor this show. Let's not. Uh, yeah, exactly skip right. Over that. I'm uh, well aware of that. Minor detail. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind a Holden, Colorado. But because uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking for future generations, because I grew up with a Holden, a lot of us did. You yeah. can't do your first burnout in a Hyundai Excel, can no, you? No, you can't. No. A you day when the beer is not going to get the job done. You know, no. you can't put six people in the boot of a Toyota Yaris to sneak people into a music yeah, festival. No, you can't. Hey, everyone, let's jump into my smart car. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's not a rite of passage. And I don't have any children, but if I do, I don't want their first sexual experience to be in the back of a Peugeot 206 convertible. No, you don't. You don't want it getting French in there. Okay. Um, I'm going to hit, there's a couple one. Nelson Mandela's funeral. The shenanigans that went on there were unbelievable. Now, firstly, it was a funeral for one of the most uh, loved people, well, not only in South Africa, but in the world. Everywhere. Icon. But we saw on the, uh, on the, the, the TV coverage of it, the people weren't sitting in the bottom decks of the stadium. No. Because it was raining. Yeah. Yeah, what kind of passion yeah, is that? You go, I, I really love Mandela, but not no. when I don't have a plastic poncho hand. No, exactly. <laughs> true, true. There's, there's, a, there's a limit. There's a limit. Yeah, there's, there's a limit, a limit to, the to all of our love. Uh, the Barack Obama selfie. Oh. Now, he was, he was, there was a photo taken of him in a selfie yes. with the Prime Minister of Denmark. Yes. And fair enough, she's, she's fairly hot. She's so fantastic. I can, I can understand. So is David Cameron from a certain angle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you can understand yeah. why I did it. But now, my issue with Barack Obama is it's not his first offence. Uh-oh. Because he uh, actually Snapchatted a picture of his penis to Angela Merkel did at he? Margaret Thatcher's <laughs> funeral. Really? Yeah. But out of respect, he was at half-mast. Oh, that's nice. So, you know. <laughs> that is beautiful. He has Lovely. some class. And of course... This isn't Clown of the Week, but is uh, the best clown out of this. We've all been talking about him. The interpreter, the deaf sign interpreter, whose name we now know as Tamsanqua Janti. Yeah. Now, we've all pretended to talk deaf, yeah? At some point in our lives, whether as a teenager when you were mucking around to do the signing, you know. Oh, I pretended to know sign language. Oh, yeah, of course. It's just that none of us happened to be at the funeral of a much love leader. No, exactly right. That's what brings him undone. Now, he said that um, he first thought that it was hallucinating angels that he saw. Yes. 
Um, and obviously the Angels were talking gibberish as well. Absolutely. One but then them, right? he's come out at the end and he said that he's schizophrenic. Yep. So it's kind of hard to, to go a man yeah, who's right. come yeah. out and said that because yeah. schizophrenia means that he's multiple. He's got multiple personalities. Mm-hmm. It just turns out that all of them are shit at interpreting it. That's well. true. That's yeah. It's hard to nail down exactly which one got it wrong. Mm, mm. Yeah. Do we have a winner? We do have a winner, and I'm sorry to do this, but uh, it's the Australian cricket team. Oh, Whoa! Afternoon battle. Whoa. The wacker. Whoa, Rosie. Let's now not unsettle an equilibrium here. The Please. reason I do that is because they're going in, as far as we've been told, with an unchanged eleven. Now, what the hell is that? I want them to name ten bowlers. <laughs> Michael Clark. Yes, that's not a bad. Idea, Who can roll actually. his arm over as well? So, well, yes. see exactly. He'll make a ton. The tail all up can make about another two hundred. We'll yep. bowl him out twice for eighty. Doug Bollinger needs to be in that team. He's a man who went bald at 20. Yeah. He's angry. Yeah, he's angry. <laughs> Though he's, he's, his hair doesn't go well in the heat. No, <laughs> I think that's right. You have to take this into account. Yeah, I want to see the hotspot in intensive care. Absolutely right. I want to see. Tommy, you're a skeptic, it's safe to say. Yeah. You, you, stop, you don't believe in uh, television love. No, well, it, it's often a bit fabricated. Oh, hang on. Sorry. What have I? Who? What? What? What illusion have I shattered? Ed. Oh. Give me. Give and me. At Christmas, he said my faith. Right. In the paper today, there is a photograph of a very handsome young man in a racing suit with a, a checkered flag over his shoulder. Yeah. He is Tim Robards, otherwise oh. known as the Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Rosie's already happy. And it goes on to say in confidential, so you know it's true. The bachelor, Tim Robard, says life couldn't be better in his post-show relationship with the with the winner, Anna Heinrich. Oh, there's, they're, so they're still they're still together. Well, let me tell you what, Tim. Well, see, he's a oh, guy. This is just making me sick. Oh, I'm sorry, Tom. Get on board because <laughs> the bachelor, Tim Robard, says I'm enjoying growing the relationship. There's no pressure to get married, but when you definitely know, you know it's heading in that direction. Oh, okay, Ooh. yeah. Gorgeous. No. As the crowd goes wild, we should say that um, Robards was in Melbourne yesterday uh, for an exclusive Grand Prix lunch with a celebrity chef. He's going to complete in the Celebrity Challenge at next year's Grand Prix. His girlfriend wasn't with him. Mm. Well, no, you can't read anything into that. If it's heading in the right direction, it's heading in the right direction. Which And that direction is? <laughs> Dancing with the stars. Exactly right. <laughs> I would imagine. That's the place all good TV relationships need to end up. And then on the cover of Woman's Day, why we broke up. Tis the season to pile on the kilos. That's what we're calling Christmas <laughs> here at Triple M Summer Breakfast. Uh, myself, Ed Cavalli, and the legend that is Tommy Gleisner. Tommy, we were chatting off air hmm. about YouTube's released... It's what? The most viewed uh, clips and most viewed music clip for the year and the most viewed clip overall. And it was a, it's the, the kid biting the other kid's finger, Charlie. That's, that's old school now, that's, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's a, a number of years ago. Yeah, it's, it's, gone more, it's more music. And like the most viewed clip, all, all categories, is, yeah. is, is a song. Is it really? Is it this? Please stop it, Rosie. Yeah, stop it. People are careering yeah, off the roads yeah, everywhere. Yeah, that's it. It's what the fox... Says, says, says or says, says. Yeah, yeah. Which it's it's echoes of Gangnam Style, isn't it? It's the it's same, very Gangnam. It's thank the same, you very much. An annoying kind of catchy, annoyingly catchy little. And do you know what? Where who I lay the blame at the feet of squarely? Yes. One Jive Bunny, right? Oh, because but at least okay. Jive Bunny was yes. cutting up old songs. But then, yeah, we should have nipped it in the bud, Tommy. Yes. Remember when every second ad on the television was for a ringtone? Yes. Yeah, seven oh, yeah, yeah, seven dollars yeah. for a ringtone. Yeah, crazy frogs. Thank you. Cra- yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Crazy. 
Yeah, I'm telling you, this whole internet thing just it needs to be regulated. Can oh, I, can, that's interesting. Can I tell you? Can I tell you? John's gone AM no, on well, us. I have. He's railing. Give us a call. He is shaking his fist. You know, on Facebook, yeah. you, they, you get ads, and the ads are tailored to you, to who you, you are. They know how yes. old you are. So, yes. Okay. So a couple of years ago, I was getting a lot of Viagra ads. Of Every course. time I'd log on, Viagra. Yeah. Eventually, they stopped and they just moved into Rolex watches. And I don't know what oh. that said about me, but I thought, okay, all right, so I'm no longer. I, I no longer need Viagra. Rolex. Yes. I've now left Rolex. Where are you at? Anti snoring. That's the one. <laughs> what does that say? They know your family. It's Triple M Summer Breakfast. Legends Football League. Tommy Gleisner. Mm-hmm. It's exclusively on Seven Mates. It's playing all the way through uh, December and January, much like your big bash in your cricket. One triple three five three. If you'd like to go along to a game, I imagine live it is quite something. I've only ever seen it on the television and in, the, in, in its American incantation. In, what do you want it? That That's the one. version. That's yeah. the word. <laughs> Ticketech.com. Dot au. But joining us live in the studio, Tommy from the Victoria Maidens. Harley and Thalia. Good morning, girls. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having us. So we're just chatting off air about The Bachelor. <laughs> As we do endlessly here. Ed's obsessed. And the question was posed uh, by you, Tali. You asked me if it's, all, if it's real or if it's all for show. Is it legitimate? Yes. Is it legitimate? And you seem quite you, you, that you want to know this. And I say, of course it's legitimate. Of course it's all 100%. <laughs> Legitimate, which I suggest is maybe a question that gets asked a little bit of the Legends Football League. Are you guys out there sort of WWE style, a little bit like, I know it's all a bit of fun, or is it legit? Is it real football where people are trying to hit each other? It is 100% legit, and I think as soon as you come and see the first minute of play, you'll realise that. And there's anger in your voice, which is what I want. (laughs) (laughs) There was aggression in your voice, and that's what I'm hoping for. We can do a demo now if you like. Probably not. Really? (laughs) Um, It's always face-seated. Because Tommy Glides has been talking smack about you two. He was looking out the window saying they didn't look that tough, and I reckon I could take them. You should have heard Bring it on. What What are you ultimately playing for at the end of the competition? Is there like a Super Bowl sort of final? It's called the Legends Cup, and that will be at NIB Stadium. So the top two teams wow. will pay off for that. Yeah. Okay. And you want to be there, don't you? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Is that right. So how do you go? So what? So what? What other sports did you girls play before you joined the league? Um, as a young girl, I was a gymnast, and then made the transition oh, no. into track and field. Oh, what track and field were you? Because you're quite tall. I was a triple jumper. You're Very a triple jumper. Yes. I was a triple jumper. Oh, really? No, I was not. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you look more like a basketball, actually. Yeah, yeah tall. Yes, I yeah. appreciate tall that. Tall and yeah. geeky. Yeah. Hey, wait <laughs> a second. <laughs> Tom Gleisner from the, from the stands. Uh, uh, what about you, Thalia? What was your sport of um, choice? Tennis as a youngster, but soccer. So Are I played state-level um, futsal and uh, the Women's Premier League for soccer. And wow. so how were you recruited for the uh, Legends League? Recruited? Yeah. Did, like, did you say, we want to play, or did someone tap you on Is the shoulder? Is it like the X-Men? Go... A shady character comes <laughs> up to you and taps you on the shoulder and says, come with me? No. Well, for me, it was through um, Facebook, social media. I had a friend that was playing the WA team, and uh, I heard about it through there and went along to the trials. So. And what were the trials? What, were, what, was take, what took place at the trials? Because it's, it's, it's basically roughly based on American football where you can pass forwards. And so how, how much do you – what happens when you got the, at the trials, what they do? Oh, it was quite grueling. It was about three hours, and it was in extreme heat. But um, there was obviously a lot of physical testing, so our strength, our passing, mm. our tackling, our speed. Agility. It, endurance. So, really? yeah, everything was tested. And does it get – so you wear – it's helmets in the American version. You guys have got helmets yep. as well. Well, that's good because yep. you wouldn't want – you know what I mean? Like Because the hits are quite full on. Oh, def- you, you've def- been injured so far? 
Not not many injuries. We're quite lucky, um, touch wood. Um, I think that, though, you, you never really go 10,000% in training do against your no. own teammates. So we will wait and see what happens at go, the games. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the lingerie side, let's go the bottom half. It's it's lingerie. If you, what if you like needed strapping or something? Say you had a knee injury or whatever. Is it to your Oh, allowed? absolutely. Look, we wear um, elbow pads, knee pads, bra- mm. um, shoulder, shoulder pads, pads. Yes. Um, knee-high socks and, yes. you know, Mouth guards, helmet, the, f- the full kit. So if you put strapping on, that, that goes unnoticed almost. Sure. And okay. it's encouraged. If, you, yeah. if you're injured, absolutely it's encouraged. Do they have the concussion rule? A concussion rule, mm. as in, if yes. If you get concussed, you, you can't, you're not allowed yep, to come back on? Yep, you need to be tested. Um, there's also uh, impact testing and there's um, uh, technology that they use um, in the helmets as well. Sam, what were you, 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 you started there when you said technology they use in the helmets. So is technology- it an air conditioner or is it a... <laughs> Very, very funny. What is no, it? No, um, they use a technology to um, test how hard the impact is. Um, oh. Then obviously we have doctors on the sideline who do um, a test, um, obviously a concussion test. Are the doctors in lingerie or is it um, – <laughs> no, just, it's just on the field. It's just, just the well, – Oh, actually, Tom was about to get hit there. Hold on a minute. I got a look. And it's not – and just not just lingerie. lingerie. It's I'm athletic attire. Athletic attire. It's like I've been trying to tell him that. It's like the beach volleyball, isn't it, where they – well, in the early – Days beach volleyball, they just wore bathers because it was the easier to move around on the on the uh, on the. I'm leaving. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you lost him at beach volleyball. and Thalia from the Legends Football League. You can get your tickets to ticketech.com.au. We did have some to give away, but they're all gone now. So, girls, you play for the Victoria Maidens. Now, what, how many teams are there in the league? There's four teams nationally. And who are they? Uh, the WA Angels. Yep. The New South Wales Surge and the Queensland Brigade. Tassie didn't get a look in. <laughs> no. Nah. There was some depilatory <laughs> requirements out there that they just didn't live up Nothing to. Nothing for Tassie. That is fair enough. And yeah, you guys are all, not. your whole team is Australian, correct? We are. That's yes. right. Yeah. But there's, you, off air, you were very upset about the amount of imports that were in some of the other teams. What's going on? Um, not, not necessarily upset. I think we're more just proud that we are all Australian and we're coming up against um, the other teams to have a couple of imports, which means they've got experience under their belt. and They know how to play. Ameri- That's right. They have played. They have yes. been playing. Okay. Yeah. And so there's a lot of girls who are in the league who play other sports at a very high level as well. You were telling me there's a baseballer involved? Yeah, there's a baseball um, pitcher yes, in the New South Wales Search. And so she plays quarterback, so she's doing... Yeah, the, she's the quarterback. Doing the throw. So then, if you injured her, you'd also be hurting two sports at yeah, once. Yeah, that's correct. That's <laughs> correct. That. And our quarterback is actually an AFL um, national draftee. She was drafted in the women's draft this year for the Western Bulldogs. Wow. So, yeah, so the pedigree um, around the country in the league Any is Any lawn good. bowlers involved? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, possibly, but uh, they haven't uh, stepped up to the plate yet. So I was talking to my fiancé last night. Who um, who knows a little bit about competitive contact sports? Because she used to be a gladiator. She was Angel, the little one. And, and, oh, and a wow. taekwondo. There, there is a gladiator in the Surge. Yeah, there is. There's two. Shari only. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Stephanie Grace. Lethborg is um, with the WA Angels. Well, there you go. Um, watch out for them. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they know how to hit. Uh, yeah. Tiff's still got a couple of scars from training with those two. And they haven't tried to put Thunder in a wig and get him out there, have they? <laughs> no. That would be cheating. Um, but she was, we were chatting last night. I said I was trying to meet you girls this morning. And she said, back away because she knows that they do. That's why I'm here, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> in between the two of you. Okay. And she was saying that you, when you're in outfits that aren't particularly, that were designed for sport, but also designed to look nice, you have to be aware to keep everything in its place. And she said that she used to do a thing where she would get her uniform, but then also run tape across the bo- of the more uh, the bits of her uniform that she thought could come apart and expose parts of herself to a national audience that she wasn't quite ready for. Is that something you girls have to think about? 
That hasn't really crossed my mind. Well, you need but to. Yeah. We'll get a nasty shot. Have a slip tongue. Do a Janet Jackson. Like, Sheesh, no. Yes. Exactly. No, exactly. Um, There'll be riots in the stands. Yeah. <laughs> a few delights, maybe. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. No, they're, right. they're pretty good. We've trained in them uh, to be ready for it and uh, no issues so far. And so Excellent. we're all good. All right. Tickytech.com.au. Uh, Legends Football League uh, 7, mate. Victoria Maidens, girls. We appreciate you coming in. And you were saying as well that you were thinking about post this that maybe Getaway was a good a good option. <laughs> Had always been the plan. Yeah, we shut it. Yeah, yeah, I think you two would be much better off hosting the 7.30 report. Myself, <laughs> I think that's a much more serious way to go. Thanks for coming in. Lovely to Thank meet you. Thank you very no, much. Thank you for having us. Breakfast. So you have moments in your life where you get to, you interview, we interview you know, a lot of people. Mm. This is one of those moments for me. I am genuinely so excited for a number of reasons. Lords of Time 2, it's a national tour uh, of many great uh, pop culture and focusing on Doctor Who. And can I have can I have some music, please? There he is. That's some appropriate music. If the man sitting to my left, he would have heard that music a little bit, wouldn't you, Paul McGann? Many different versions of it. Here he is, fresh off the plane. <laughs> Many different versions. Actually, yeah. has you haven't been to sleep, have you, Paul? You've got off the plane this and you're straight true. in here. You're all in my dream. Yeah, is it a nightmare <laughs> or how's it? Someone's going to shake me in a minute <laughs> and, and give me breakfast. It's going to be like the end of Dallas. It was all yeah, a dream. All a dream. Paul, get you the eighth doctor. Doctor Who number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Now, when you meet fans, now this is science fiction that we're talking about. Yes, so Doctor is. Who, and when you meet science fiction fans. Are they full of questions or is it just a photograph? Are they dressed up? How does your science fiction fan these days manifest themselves? Well, I know with Doctor Who that, particularly given that there's now 50 years Mm. of this mythology, Mm. some of these fans are totally versed in it. Yeah. It's the universe. It's a PhD level. Yes. And how do you go with that? Can you answer questions from an episode 35 years ago that they have? What it means is you've got to really, you've got to know your stuff. You've got to study. A little bit. They don't expect you to be as expert as they are. Yes. But, uh, you know, Sam, you know, tomorrow, for example, there'll there'll be an hour or so where, you know, I'm on a stage doing Q&As and with the other companions and... um, a lot of the questions can be quite detailed. I, don't, I, 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 I know a fraction of what these kids know. Well, can you give us an example of a question that you've heard? Well, it, often it tends to relate to, you know, episodes of the... Because, you know, it's been going since the Forever. 60s. Yeah. You know, and some of these kids, well, not even kids, some of them are older than I am, mm. can recite all ah, of the episodes. Yes. You know, it's, it's stuff from the way Baden, back. yes. You know, lists of names. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I think you'll find, you know, like yeah. any... <laughs> oh, no, I think you'll I find. I think you'll find that was the... Doctor, you know, I think you'll find. Kind of thing. So, it's, uh, you know, there, there, are, there are real Aficionados. So, yeah, plenty of questions. Mm. Cultureshockevents.com is where we go to get tickets to go to Lords of Time 2. Please, please. Yeah, come down and see us. Bring your most obscure, detailed, scientific question the eighth doctor, Paul McGann, has studied. He has promised me that he can answer the most technical of questions yeah. that you have about the TARDIS. Amaze your friends. He, know, he knows the exact dimensions of all Daleks. Is that true? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Get technical with him. Yeah, in, both in metric and imperial. He's a doctor. Ooh. Get technical. Paul McGann, a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Time now, Tommy, before I let you go. You are the host of a quiz show at the moment. Have Indeed. you been paying attention? But I thought I'd put you to the test and uh, sure that in a way that most radio stations have when you've come on to promote the show uh, with a little game I like to call Radio Jeopardy. This is Jeopardy. 
Today's contestants are an orthopedic nurse from Towson, Maryland, Alice Kelly. A graphic designer and computer salesperson from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Carlos Hernandez Fisher. And our returning champion, an IT consultant originally from Florence, South Carolina, Tom Gleisner. All right. <laughs> Seamless. And we're away. So you know how this works. Jeopardy, the way this works, and the reason, reason, reason I bring up Jeopardy is that you get the uh, answer, but then you have to give me the question. Okay. So, for instance, if it was um, the hottest person to have ever come into a Triple M studio, you would say, who is uh, Talia from the Legends Football League who okay. just left? Uh, okay, and I'd get the ding. Got it. Okay. Okay. This group, here we go. This group of men is so scared they have added extra arm guards and nappies to their uniform. Who is... Brisbane's most feared bikey gang. No. no? Okay. <laughs> Who Wrong. is the English cricket team oh, okay. is what I have here. Okay. This generous bovine gives away money before 9am. <laughs> Who is David Kosh? <laughs> Incorrect. Who is the Sunrise Cash Cow? Jeez, he's not going <gasps> I was very close. Well. Don't I get a ding? Yes. Uh, hang on. This somewhat popular comedian was recently told by his doctor that he was very fat. Who is Lawrence Mooney? Correct. Excellent work. <laughs> wow, this is, this is good. Final question for Radio Jeopardy to go into the next round. This drink is what time... I'll go again. This drink is what Tom Gleisner calls the perfect breakfast. What is Banana Big M? Incorrect. What is Midori? Um... <laughs> Midori and Banana Big M. Do they still make Banana? Do they still make Big M? I don't know. Of course they still make Big M. There are many a gentleman I see when I come into work, and in one hand they've got what looks to be a delicious bacon and egg roll, mm. and in the other hand, in the high-vis gear, yes. and they've got a delicious chocolate or other flavoured Big M. Okay. Big M is strength to strength. Uh, Tommy, we will be seeing you on Have You Been Paying Attention this Sunday at 7 p.m. Who is on the panel this week? Estella lineup. Uh, Ed, you, you were there, of Excellent. course. Uh, Sam Pang. Mm. I think we've got Celia Picole. Oh, excellent. Rachel oh. Corbett and Mickey Malloy is, Michael is Malloy. stepping up to the plate. So Back it's going to be a big one. House. He oh, was yes. studying last time. All right, Tommy. Excellent. we got to get out of here. Uh, I will say that the moral of the show today is... You know, do you advocate smacking or not? Uh, Daddy does. <laughs> yes, Daddy probably would. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not a fan of the smack. Triple M Summer Breakfast with Ed Cavalier and friends. The serious truck for the serious man. Think Colorado, think Holden.